together growing in faith-changing communities. Dear friends, today I would like us to look at the Gospel of Matthew chapter 14 from verse 22 to verse 33. After Jesus had fed the crowds, he made the disciples to get into the boat and to go before him to the other side and he dismissed the crowds and he himself went into the hills to be by himself to pray. There are a few things I would like us to unpack. Jesus had done a miracle. He has fed over 5,000 men. And he must have been thrilled. But at the same time, he is exhausted. And he acknowledges that his disciples are also exhausted. They've been ministering to the people of God. And he looks at them with that compassion, with that loving heart of a father, of a brother. And then having finished the job, he acknowledges and he appreciates who they are and what they have done. If you go back to this gospel account, you remember that when they had a, a problem, when they realized that people were hungry, they were the first one to say to Jesus, why don't you send them off into the villages and into the towns so that they can get something to eat? And Jesus turns that around and he says to them, why don't you give them something to eat yourselves? And so in that episode, we realized that Jesus was able to challenge his disciples to realize that they can do something, that they can give something of themselves. And so too in our own lives, we have faced many challenges, we continue to face a lot of challenges in our lives. As a matter of fact, no one who is watching this mess has never gone through a challenge. You've gone through challenges, you are going through challenges, you will go through challenges. The bigger the blessing, the greater the challenge. And that we need to acknowledge in our own lives that there is something of great value in your life, there is something of great importance. And at times we doubt those gifts that lies within ourselves. And Jesus is the first one to affirm us. He is the first one who tells us, you are actually doing great. And having affirmed the apostles, 
a miracle happened. 5,000 men were fed. And having finished eating, Jesus takes the apostles aside and he says to them, don't you want to go and rest? And that's where I think I want to talk about a little bit. In life, we focus so much on negative things. We focus on our loss. We focus on our hurts. We focus on our failures. We focus on things that did not happen instead of focusing and celebrating that which did happen. And I see this in Jesus when he takes his disciples, he says to them, I want you to celebrate a miracle. I want you to walk away from this experience realizing that you have done something powerful. And that's the first thing I think is important. Count your blessings. Celebrate who you are. Celebrate who God has been in your life, in your family, in your marriage, amongst your children, amongst your colleagues. My dear brothers and sisters, there's so much negativity going outside in the world. And for some of us, there's so much negativity in our minds. And sometimes we need to go back to these pockets of joys. We need to see and to look for those moments where we celebrate and we see the hand of God. One of the greatest gifts that each and every one of us, if we have not already begun, should be celebrating is every morning the ability to take in that fresh air. The realization that I'm still alive. Where thousands and thousands of our people are dead. Where quite a number of them are on a ventilator. Where quite a number of them are struggling just for that moment to catch that breath of fresh air. And so Jesus realizes that there's so much that we can be grateful for. He wants to instill this on the minds of his disciples. The second thing that I also find interesting that Jesus does, he sends them away. As if he says, go and rest. With so much negative going on in the world and with so much bad news, how many of you are emotionally exhausted? How many of us are psychologically exhausted? And the Lord says to us, come to me, all of you that are weary and are overburdened, I'll give you rest.
He invites us to come and sit on his lap. He says, sit on my lap and rest your head on my chest. How many of us have been sobbing and crying because things are just not happening? And he says, I know. I know what you're going through. He sends them away to, to rest. He sends them away to, to be recollected. He sends them away to find themselves. You know, dear brothers and sisters, in the busyness of life, we, we, we easily can forget ourselves. In the busyness of life, we easily can overlook ourselves. Jesus says to us, in as much as I want you to be busy, in as much as I want you to go out and to help, don't ignore yourself. I need you to come and rest and recollect and find favor. The third principle he teaches us, he teaches that by doing. He teaches us by doing it because he, he lets everybody go and he goes up to the mountain to pray. And I'm asking us, no matter how tough the day has been, never miss a moment of prayer. Prayer seems to be, at least for me, seems to be one of the most important things that makes sense. And I know this in my life because I celebrate Mass every morning. And that's the only thing that makes sense most of the time. It doesn't matter how the day has been, but it is only when I can come to Mass and I can be a prayer that I know that a lot of things make sense. That I can put things into perspective. Because it is in prayer that I realize who am I and what God is doing in my life. That's a most important and a third principle that the Lord teaches us to pray. The other thing that I also find interesting is that as the disciples have gone, they're in a boat and there's a wind that brushes against the boat. But Jesus is at prayer. But at the fourth watch, he comes towards them. They are terrified. Many people overlook this. They focus on the apostles looking at Jesus and thinking he's a ghost. They focus on Jesus walking on the sea. And they forget to acknowledge that the men in the boat are terrified. Yes, they are terrified because they are seeing a boat, a ghost, but they are also terrified because they can sink. 
The wind is so strong. But as Jesus comes across and he calls Peter to follow him, when he gets into the boat, listen to what Matthew says. The wind stops. And that's the final point I want to talk about. There's so much going on around us. And all these things that are going on around us, if we were to focus on all of them, our minds will break. Our stamina will be challenged. I know I would fail. I don't know about you. But there's one thing that Jesus teaches me. Do not waste your time and focus on the wind outside. Invite Jesus into the boat. Invite Jesus into your life. Invite Jesus into your family. And the boat will be safe because the wind will stop. Allow me to end with a little story which is probably known to you. An old man is reading a newspaper and he has a little girl next to him. And you know, like little children, she wants the attention from daddy. She wants the attention from daddy. And daddy is busy reading and highlighting and, and, and marking. He's, 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 he's engrossed in this. He's, he's focused. And, and daddy gets a little bit irritable. And then he, he, he sees on the piece of the newspaper, there are different countries and he just chops all these things into small pieces and he gives it to the little girl and he says to the little girl, why don't you sort out those countries and put them in a beautiful map and bring it back to me. And daddy knows this will take her a day, two, three, if not a week, whatever. And daddy just reads. But in less than a minute, the little girl comes back and says, daddy, I'm finished with all the countries of the world. And daddy is puzzled, he's like, how did you do that? But daddy, on the other side, there was a picture of Jesus, his face. I just put the face of Jesus, and when I turned, I gave it to you. And the moral of the story is quite simple. Focus on Jesus, and the rest will fall into place. You do not have the strength nor the power to change the world. But you have the grace to focus on Christ. May the Queen of Heaven continue to pray with us. May our Lord Jesus Christ bless and protect us, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. <clears throat>